It's time to ignite your life, empowering from the inside out. Stop comparing yourself to others. Imagine creating your lifeliness the way you choose. This is Now Women Ignite. You're about to meet some amazing entrepreneurs who will share their journey and the ups and downs that led them to where they are today. Listen with an open mind and heart. Now, here is your host, Karen Wright. Now means so much more today. The time to unite business savvy entrepreneurs to a higher level is happening. Are you going to move forward or stay put? Are you willing to step up and ignite together? Today, these answers will be will be ones that you will hear that Shannon and I will be talking to. And Shannon is my guest today. Shannon, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I am so glad you're well. (laughs) It's been a crazy morning already. We've had to record this thing about three times because of my side. (laughs) But hey, that's part of what we do. And we just kind of have to go with the flow. Yep. So listeners, as we begin every podcast, you know, I love to just like, ground and I really need it right now. Shake it off. Shake it off. So I invite you to to like close your eyes, cross your legs, and just take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Now bring your arms up around your shoulders like you're giving yourself a big hug. And repeat this affirmation to yourself. I am worthy of my love three times. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. I am worthy of my love. Take another deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. And then tapping three times on your chest, repeating the word accept, 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 accept. Another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Listeners, as we are present and in the now and united together, I invite you to be still, to be here with us during this podcast, to become one, to put the ego behind us, leaning in with your heart, listening to the stories, listening to the information that will be shared between Shanna and I today. Take one more deep breath into your nose and out through your mouth. Now that we're all here as one in the present, in the now, I appreciate all my listeners and my guest today, Shanna. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Listeners, you know, as I I love my affirmations and I have them on my mirrors and my closet, my sticky notes, an affirmation has been something that has been very powerful in my life to reprogram, retrain, rethink my thoughts about who I am and what I am. And so I want to share our affirmation today. And as I share, I invite you to let us know what you think about when I share this affirmation. And I love my affirmation cards because I just shuffle them out. Whatever pops out is the one I use. I never look at them before I share them with you. 
So today is this affirmation is I am worthy of transforming. I am worthy of transforming. So when I read that, Shana, what is what comes to your fourth front of thought process when I say that? Well, I think as humans, we are always evolving. Um, for me, I I would say the last six years, I have um, taken a deep dive um, into myself because I I went through about a decade period of time um, that was filled with some trauma and some struggle and a toxic relationship where I sort of lost myself. And so um, transforming into the person that I am today and remembering who I am um, has been life-changing for me. So yeah, I think we're all worthy of, of changing and transforming. I agree with you. And I appreciate you sharing that. It's in our darkest times when we really have to lift up ourselves up and realize what is important for our souls as an individual and not worry about hurting other people because a lot of times we are the ones being hurt. Right. And being aware of that and seeing that and taking the actions and the steps to get out of a toxic relationship to whatever that toxicity is for an individual to be aware and be able to make those hard choices, right? To grow and to evolve. I appreciate you, Shannon, for sharing that so much. As we begin, Shannon, I love to um, have my guests tell me a little bit and the listeners about who you are. Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> well, I am a mother. First and foremost, I have two incredible children. Uh, Sophia is 13. Jet is nine. Um, I'm a re- I am a real estate professional. I've been in the real estate industry for um, just over a decade now. Um, I am an active outdoor lover. I'm born and raised in Ogden, Utah, and love the mountains, love the water, love to ski, um, lake surf, um, also love the ocean. So I try to travel and get near the ocean as, as much as I possibly can. And, um, social butterfly. <laughs> I've always been a social person. Um, and yeah, just doing life the best that I can at this point. I love that. And I love the fact that you're an outdoorsy. I think that was something that connected us when we first met was like, oh my gosh, well, reconnected because we knew we knew each other, but then we reconnected what five years later. And right. um, how grateful I was to have that reconnection with you again and just seeing you and and finding more about each other and, and diving deeper onto the transformation of each of us and what we've done as individuals over the last decade. Yeah, it was nice to get to know you better and and to see that we had somewhat similar stories and, and we're really aligned in our thinking. Yeah. So much aligned. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of that. And that's the thing. This whole podcast is, even though we're in the business world and career field is bringing women together right. and admiring each other for what they have. Yeah. Besides seeing the beauty inside of us as individuals looking at the other person and going, oh my gosh, she's amazing. But not comparing, just highlighting and lifting up that energy between other women. 
Yeah, I love that. The not comparing, I, that, that stuck out to me. That's so key right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of that. I just think um, in the past, society has compared as women. I mean, I remember growing up being little and looking at all the magazines at the grocery stands and looking at these beautiful women and these models. And I'm thinking, oh, I have to be like that. Right. And how wrong of thinking that is. Yeah. Well, now we have social media. (laughs) which I think it's in our face every day. It is. Yeah. And it makes it hard. I mean, that transforming to become yourself is to me increased the difficulty even so much because social media is in our face and we're scrolling and we're looking and comparing and going, their life seems so amazing. What am I doing wrong? Yeah. And in reality, we don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. Yeah, I agree. And it's not just for me personally, it's not just from a personal standpoint, it's also professional uh, because you know, you're in, we're in the same industry mm-hmm. and seeing everyone's successes and always feeling like you, you may not measure up or you're not doing the business that they do. Um, is, is hard. It's hard on our psyche and, and your self-esteem and it can, and that heaviness can really weigh you down if you let it, you know? So keeping a clear perspective of just knowing your worth and knowing what your strengths are uh, and understanding that we're all, we're all on our own journey and having our own human experience, right? Yes. And it's not always about how much money we make Although it's nice to be successful um, and it's a necessity, uh, it's, it, there's so much more, it goes so much deeper in having a fulfilled life. I agree with that. And there's so much, and when you said like we're in the same career, how did you get, I want to just deep dive a little bit into more the business side of what got you into your career and made you decide to do what you do? Because I know you didn't start in real estate. Right. Um, I actually, well, I've been in sales, like some sort of sort form of sales for many years. I started, I actually started selling gym memberships. That was kind of my first sales yeah. job. I worked uh, for uh, Performax and Layton and then a, a local little gym in Ogden, but I uh, started just doing sales and kind of caught that bug and enjoyed it ended up working in the title industry. I was at the time they call them, they called them marketers for a title company down in Salt Lake. I was, I was single at that time and then ended up meeting my, my former husband and we started a family and, and then I decided I wanted to get back into work after my, my firstborn was about nine months old. So I ended up getting into real estate at that point and getting my real estate license and kind of dove headed. So as you build your your real estate, because I know we have women that are listening in the real estate business, and some are newer, like just beginning. Is there any um, is there any insight you can give those just starting out in the real estate world? Well, it's a relationship business, right? So for me, I've I've solely built my business off of. Um, my relationships, my sphere of influence and tapping into 
family, friends, you know, people do business with, with those that they know, like, and trust, you know, that's tried and true. And, And so if they know you and they like you and you're authentic and they, they can trust you, you, they'll likely want to do business with you. And so for me, you know, I was never a huge cold call person, cold caller. I tried that for a period of time and, and I did okay, but I have a hard time like with the scripts. And for me, it always felt, it just felt disingenuous. It wasn't authentic, you know, kind of robotic. Um, so I've always just relied on just building strong relationships with people and then taking care, like, seeing it way down the road after a transaction. Like I, w- I want my clients to be my long-term friends. All right. you know, people that I check in on on a regular basis or send them a little pop by or something, just letting them know like, Hey, I'm here. How are, how is the house? Cause I, tr- I truly care. I want to know if you're still happy, you know, did, did we do good? And I think that's the key right there is following back up. I mean, it's so important in the heat of the moment, making sure everyone's happy and things like that. But it's that that relationship building, but continue with it. And relationships are hard. Right. They take time. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I always think at the end of the day, when my life is over, what am I going to regret? It's not going to be spending time with people I enjoy and love. I will never regret that. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So listeners, I hope like any form of sales, to me, it's all about the relationship building, the one-on-one with people and being true to who you are. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's really important. When you're talking about cold calling, I start, I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like in the, you know, at the beginning, they're always about cold calling and do this in the business. And I was like, you, it's like, here's your script, read your script, know your script. I'm like going, I can't do that. I mean, you saw me when I, you see, as I read my script to start interject on this podcast, I'm like stuttering over my words because it's not, not, you know, yes, I need that. Yes, it's a guideline. Yes, but it's like, I have to be in the flow. You just have to be and feel and through the phone, be able to connect with who you're talking with. Absolutely. How important that is. Yeah. They call that cold calling to me. It's wholesale. It's all about wholesale. It's like, get, get it done, get done. Here's script. You don't want, move on to the next, move on to the next. And that's like, makes me sick. Yeah. Of my yeah it's a but those people that do it more power to you. I'm not disclaiming what you do because it's a technique and it's also a gift. That yeah. I'm going to say I respect yeah. it because I, I'm, I'm not great at it. So those that, that have it dialed in and, and that's, that's the name of the game for them in their business my hat's off to them, you yeah. know, because it's hard. It's hard. And, and it's a lot of rejection. It's a lot of, you know, you're hung up on constantly. Yeah. Um, sometimes you'll get yelled at. There's, I mean, it's, it's an interesting, interesting uh, thing to have to do actually. Yeah. Well, you have to have thick skin and my, <laughs> I wear my feelings on my sleeves. I'm like, people know when I'm having a good day and they know when I'm not because I don't hide it. It's just like, ah, here we go. You know? And that rejection, like you said, sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that. So um, tell me what you're doing now. So you are involved in the Northern Wasatch Women's Group, right? Council of Yes, I am the standing president. So 2022 uh, Women's Council of Realtors uh, president for the Northern Wasatch Association. Um, my year is almost 
come coming to an end here, but it's been, it's been a wild ride and I've enjoyed, I've enjoyed it very much. It's, it's pushed me to grow a lot. And what are some of the, share with our listeners, some of the highlights of it and then the harder things that have helped you grow. If you can kind of go into detail a little bit about that, because going to positions like that and being a board, being the president of the board, running these women, doing what's going to be best for them. I mean, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of weight on your shoulders. For me, I'm, I am a perfectionist. And so, you know, and I, I, I want everything to be seamless and and run perfectly. So learning patience and learning to let the small stuff go has been, that's been something where I've learned and I've grown a lot this year because, Normally, I would. I'm a control freak, and I want it to be a certain way. Um, and and we're always pivoting for the. You know, we have these events every year, and and it's it's a lot to put on an event when with 150 people coming, and you want it to be a success. You want them to get the value out of uh, out of taking time out of their day to come to one of your meetings. You know, you know. So that's huge. Um, so that's been a highlight as far as like, again, I'll go back to relationships because I have made some incredible relationships, uh, friendships, like long-term friends uh, that I know will stand the test of time. And and that's been huge. Even learning to get up and, and speak in front of people because I hate public speaking. And now I'm I'm pretty comfortable with it. But I remember in January at our first meeting, I was so nervous, like ridiculously nervous. And um, that's that's been another thing of growth. So I would say growth, relationships, um, and just learning to let this small stuff go and pivot and just kind of adapt in the situations. The hardest thing is if things haven't been successful, you know, as you wanted them to be and just, and learning, but learning from those, those events or what you did wrong and then implementing the change of what will make it better, I think has been key. And just, yeah. And just being in the meetings with you when you are, um, conducting you're very open to ask okay what were the pros what were the cons how can we do better how can we make it better what were the complaints and being open enough to hear to make it better for the next year for those people coming in as a president for these functions for the these events and helping them make it better next year yeah and i love that not everyone's like that not everyone wants to know yeah, they can do better because <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, no, it was perfect. Let's move on to the next function. <laughs> right. I don't want to know what was Especially wrong with it. If it wasn't that successful, like having to ask that question, you know, what, what went wrong and why, you know, but that's for me, that's it, that, that works for everything in life, you know, mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Like how can you improve yourself to the next day? Right. Yeah. And I think that's really important because it's to, it's continually to grow, to transform, you know, the word, the worthiness of transforming yeah. and being aware of, of that. Um, I talk, I talk a lot with my guests about labels 
Mm-hmm. There's so many great labels people have and then other labels that have been put upon them that they've accepted. Mm. Have you, I know you've got wonderful labels. You're a mom, you're a realtor, you're a friend, you know, like all these things that you are. What are labels that have been put on you that you took on that didn't connect you to your higher being, your higher self? Mm-hmm. Things that you took on upon yourself mm-hmm. that maybe weren't the most positive things or mm-hmm. ones that you wanted to get rid of and you've gotten rid of. Right. Share with the listeners. I, I mean, just not feeling worthy. And I, and that's, that's kind of generalized, but um, kind of goes back to the beginning of the podcast when I was saying I lost myself, I was in, you know, I was in a toxic relationship where there was a lot of name calling and, and, you know, things I can't say on this, on this podcast, but D. <laughs> yeah, just things that I knew it weren't me. But you, you start to believe those things because they're told to you on a consistent basis. So, you know, derogatory names of, you know, a female or things like that. And so just knowing that I am worthy and, and just remembering who I am has been key. So one of your questions that you were willing to talk about is, was around your toxic relationship. So I'm taking it as your marriage that you were in. Right. Um, I was in one. And so I understand, you know, a glimpse of what you might have experienced. But you you formed your question in a way that has caught my attention is what did you learn mm-hmm. from staying in the marriage too long? What did you learn from it? I learned patience, <laughs> a lot of patience, but I also learned I learned that I never want to forget who I am again. And I will never let someone dim my light like that ever again, or try to define who I am based off of their own insecurities. Um, learn, I've learned how to have super strong boundaries with my energy and not giving people my energy if it's, if it's negative. You know, I, I'm, I'm a very open person and I, and I want people to feel comfortable coming to me if they have a problem or a question, but it has to, it has to serve me well too. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that those would be some of the biggest lessons that I learned. And I think those are really important listeners. I mean, I want you to think about this because you could be in a toxic relationship and, and not realize it because after 28 years, I mean, I, it, it, it's step by it's little comments, little things that happen is not only verbal, but the emotional relationship. I remember going through a time where my ex and I didn't speak for six months. Yeah. And that emotional, like, was I not good enough to be talked to? Mm-hmm. And, and how, I was able to get through it, you know, because it's just like, oh my gosh, here we go again. It's like one of those things. He's playing games with me again in my mindset, but it does take a toll on your soul and your light. Yeah. It's a pretty harming effect. 
Yeah. And it's constant and constant. I know listeners, there's going to be times where you could be going through this right now, or you might've already, or the future could lead to that. And Shanna hit it on the nose when she said boundaries, like she had was able to realize the boundaries of the energy that she allows into her energy field. And if it's not healthy, if it's not a healthy coming to you, Shanna, what do you, how do you push back? How, what do you say to protect yourself? Because I have friends like that. They're more toxic. I love them, mm-hmm. but they drain me. Right. I call those energy vampires. <laughs> they are. That's what I call them in my Reiki class. They're energy yeah. vampires that catch you. Right. I'm constantly cutting them off every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> For me, meditation and just taking time out of my day is key. Um, having, you know, having a solid meditation practice, even if it's a minute of just putting your hands to your heart, that's something I do sometimes if it's been a crazy hectic day and just taking breath, remembering our breath, slowing it down, you know, breath is life and just kind of getting yourself centered again. It, you know, cause we'll go through our day and you can't, you can't avoid everyone that might bring negative energy your way. Um, So just understanding how to get back to center, grounding yourself is huge. I'll even go outside and just put my feet on the earth or sit down and just, you know, get rooted. Yeah. And that's some part. I feel like I'm, you're my mirror right now. I'm like going, oh my gosh, change hair color and you're me, babe. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I love you. (laughs) I know that's why the connection is because it's so much. Um, So listeners, we are going into a break, but stay tuned. We'll be right back with Shana and we're going to deep dive into even more so about relationships and being a powerful entrepreneur, powerful businesswoman, but still not lose yourself or compare yourself to others. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Everyone knows a realtor. A seasoned realtor, Karen Wright, has the experience and the knowledge of this crazy market. Whether you are a first-time homeowner, downsizing, or divorced, Karen understands the importance of easing the pressure for her clients. A hands-on realtor, Karen has been known to paint rooms, box up toys, bring food to her exhausted clients, and even help them find movers and cleaners to help simplify the process. She reminds her clients to take a deep breath and trust in her. For your next real estate needs, remember Karen Wright at Realty Path Summit. Visit yourbestmoveyet.net. 
the book Now or Never, Shine Baby Shine, is authored by number one international best-selling author Karen Wright. Karen's book invites readers to learn and grow through every aspect of her life. She invites all who have experienced any loss in their life to take time, read, and feel her words as she opens her soul page after page. Through each twist and turn of her journey, Karen invites her readers to heal and become the person you are truly meant to be. Find your truth, live now, and shine. Visit shinenowornever.com or look for the book on amazon.com. You're listening to Now Women Ignite. To be a guest on the podcast or connect with a host, send an email to Karen at shinenowornever.com. Let's get back to today's podcast. Here again is Karen Wright. Listeners, welcome back to Now Women Ignite. We have been speaking with my guest, Shanna Edwards. Shanna is a local realtor, and she is a, a president of the Women's National Board for Realtors this year, 2022. She's a mom of two amazing kids, and she is my soulmate. Like, mm-hmm. our souls, we're like twin flames. I, we were joking right before we, we went into break. I'm like, change the hair color. I was like, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> it's true it's so true and I just um at the beginning of the show we were talking about how like I met Shannon probably five years ago we reconnected a year ago maybe yeah it was after COVID and and it's so it's so it's amazing to me and it shouldn't be amazing but every time the universe brings people back into my life and we reconnect again and it's for certain times and for certain reasons and I know when I met Shannon it's like okay yeah, it is time. It is time to reconnect. It's time to go deeper on a deeper level and get to know who Shanna is all about because we have so much in common. We have experienced some of the same things in life along with loss. And you lost someone unexpectedly. Yeah, I lost my dad. Um, it's been 13 years now. Uh, he was 54. And <laughs> Yeah. That's like my age plus two years. <laughs> I know. When I think about it, or and I think, you know, I'll be 43 here soon, and it just kind of puts life in perspective. Um, and yeah, so he died of a heart attack. It was very sudden, very unexpected. And it was about four weeks before I had my first child. So I was very pregnant. And I also, there just was a lot of stuff going on in my relationship. It was a really hard, hard time. That is just, death is something, well, there's no good time for a funeral, you know, there's no good time for a funeral and there's not. And when something like that is so sudden, how did it, um, how did you learn? Because we all have experienced loss. If not, we will. And loss is something that I've experienced so much of in my life. And I'm not sure why that has been something for me to experience. And I have learned in so many ways, but how has losing your dad, your role model, this male figure in your life shaped you in a way, in a positive way? Because I think sometimes it's so hard to see the positiveness in losing someone. And I know when I lost Kalina, my daughter, I blamed God. Like I was so mad. That energy was incredible. And I understand it's a part of loss and grief that that anger comes in. 
And I know it was not God, you know, like I healed and did all the stuff I needed to, but that anger takes over. Yeah. And that damages you more when you carry that, you know? So I, like you, I was angry too. I had a lot of anger. Um, you know, you're, you, you don't understand it. What it's taught me is to savor the moments and the, even like the small things in life, mm-hmm. you know, our time is our greatest asset and you never, ever know um, when, when your time is up. And so for me, it, it's changed the dynamics of my family. We were always super close, but it, just taking the time to give someone a hug, like even if you're dropping something off at their house, giving them a hug telling them you love them um, and just saying the things that matter because you just never know when that time is not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So it's true. And that has, um, and I'm that way also. It's like you let the big thing, well, even the big things, like to me, there's no, there, everything in life is a situation. Every situation can be handled. And we don't need to be trauma about it because at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. I love that. Yes, too. Yeah. But not, it's going to be okay the next day, you know, yeah. not overthinking things because there's, there's so much that could be far worse. Yeah. It's, um, I'm in a new relationship right now and he will make the comment, you know, our first world problems. <laughs> yeah. Because we have it really well, considering what other places have it. And understanding, we are very, very blessed. 100%. Yeah. And even though we've lost our loved ones and and we will continue, more people that we love or cherish will move on. But But they're with us. And that's what, like, I know my family, those that have crossed they're with me. Yeah. I mean, directing me. I just have to ask them, right? Yeah. I need help. I talk to Kalina all the time. Yeah. They're your angels. So as you, you talked a little bit about your spiritual journey and awakening. Um, Can you go into detail? I know you mentioned a little bit about meditation and about grounding yourself and going into like when you start feeling a little bit, but awakening or spirituality is so different to everybody, but yet it's not. Right. It's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was raised in a very religious home. Mm-hmm. And, and so there was that, that sort of spirituality, um, you know, very structured. This is what you're supposed to believe. This is how, how things are. And for me, it was always something that I never fully aligned with, even as a young, young girl. And so as I, as I grew into an adult and, and then, you know, was married and had children, I, there was always something missing because I was no longer going to, you know, a church and, and feeding my spirituality that way. Um, but I've always believed in some sort of higher power that we're not alone in this universe, that there, you know, that there's something to everything that happens in, in, on this, in this life. And 
So I, I actually just started going to an energy healer. That's how it sort of began. And, um, just doing, uh, Reiki sessions and just different energy healing modalities with her. And then it just sort of progressed, um, to where I've, I've had, you know, plant medicine journeys and, and I dove a lot deeper and had some life-changing, incredible, intense experiences that way, just rem- reminding me of who I am, the power I possess, why I'm here, um, and what my purpose is, and then living that purpose, you know, and not letting, I, I always call it the noise, the outside noise or your fears um, inhibit you from from diving deep and and doing things that you might be scared to do because that's probably exactly what you should be doing to make a difference. How does that work? So a lot. I'm sure my listeners are going, okay. What, what are you talking about energy? I thought this is you know we're talking about savvy entrepreneur business woman. Mm-hmm. How does business? How does a woman who's in a business a successful business person? How do they apply energy into them? And how is that balancing for them? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think at this point in my career, um, you know, when I was first in real estate, you would work with anybody, right? Yeah. Because you, there's like this desperation. And I, I still, as long as it's a healthy relationship and, and the energy feels good in that, in that business working relationship. Um, I want to help you and work with you, but a lot of, a, a lot of times people wouldn't respect you, you know, or appreciate what you're doing. And it just makes, makes it very complicated throughout like a transaction. So I think bringing, just knowing the energy of how they work or how they operate is is key that's huge um we're all different and so respecting them but also again going back to boundaries having boundaries and and knowing your worth and respecting yourself you know if they're messaging you at 12 30 with you know at night or whatever there has to be some sort of business respect between a professionalism there Mm -hmm. I agree with that so much. And it's, it's interesting. Um, I've had some women on my show who have been in the corporate world. Right. And being surrounded by the male corporation and, you know, women coming into corporate world or sales or whatever we're doing, there's a stick. Like, you know, we are kind of still the minority in a lot of businesses and things like that. Being able to be strong and powerful and still respected mm-hmm. comes from knowing, and this is where I love this about your journey, is knowing who you are as an individual. Right. And knowing your boundaries. I always say you have to know K-N-O-W, your no and O, in order to know your yeses. Mm. You have to have a foundation. You have to know your bottom line right. and not allow yourself or anyone else to cross that no and oh. Yeah, they can't breach it. Uh-uh. Then you're compromising everything that you know about yourself and your belief system and the boundaries that you've created. So when you allow that to happen, you're, you're really just disrespecting yourself. Yeah. 
So in the corporate world or in business real estate, and my whole thing is igniting women, no comparison. And you're like, oh my gosh, I love that comparison thing. How, how does one not compare themselves? I mean, I could look at you and see you on stage and go, oh my gosh, I want to be like Shanna. I love that one. Be like her. I'm not good enough. Da, da. You know, all this gurgitating comes out of my mouth. How does one, how can you help someone let them know? Like what, what, what word of advice would you tell that lady who is always comparing themselves to someone else? Well, for me, that's an ongoing process where I'm every day, you know, fighting that battle. And I think most people are. A lot of that is social media. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I have to be very cognizant of what I allow myself to dive into on social media because it will it it affects me in a very, very negative way. Um, I'm such a competitive person by nature. I always have been. I like to win and, and, you know, I, I've done well in real estate, but I'm not the top dog by any means. And so not, not comparing myself to others in my industry and just knowing that there's always seasons to life. Right. And I'm in a season of life where my kids are my number one, Uh, you know, well, myself really myself and then my family and my career. Um, and the reason I say myself first is because if I'm not loving myself and taking care of myself, I'm not capable of doing that for anyone else in my life. And so, like I said, it really is an ongoing process for me. And it's an, it's a journey that I think I'll have probably forever of just knowing I have strengths that others may not have. And, and I don't want to compare myself to what their cells were or, you know, that amazing picture, how great they look in their bikini. Um, all of that, all of that stuff. I just have to put the noise away and just know that I'm doing the very best that I can in my career, in my life with my family. Yeah. And I think that's really important. You hit like the three things that my truths are too. I come first. I need to be selfish. I need to take care of myself first. I need to feed my soul first in order to give to my family, in order to give to my career. But so often I think moms, women, we're very giving people. We're always giving of other, we're giving of ourselves to others and we forget about taking care of ourselves. Right. And then one day you wake up and one day you're like, I have no light. I have no passion. I have no goals. I have nothing. And your kids are grown. We're talking about seasons in life. You're in the midst of one of the funnest times in your life. You've got a nine-year-old and 13-year-old and it's so exciting. But then you're like, yeah. And then you get, it's so busy. Then you get to my life, my season in life. And I'm by myself with my, my fur-legged friends, you know, my little pups, because they've moved on. They've grown. And I don't want them in the house. No. <laughs> but then all of a sudden I'm like, huh, where's my work? Yeah. What, what am I supposed to be doing now? Right. And as long as we continue to feed ourselves, we're going to have a little glimpse of, okay, now what do I have in life? You know, after the kids are grown the next season. But I believe if we continue to nurture ourselves 
along the journey where you're at at 43 and working and continue to growing and journeying and working on you. Yeah. Having your passions, having your dreams, having your goals and doing them. You're setting the best example ever for your kids. Yeah. And I and think that's, that's the goal too, right? Yeah. We want to yeah. raise good humans. Yes. And, and we do that by leading by, by example. And I think that's so important because it's like one of your questions is like, how can we help our children? And we're like four minutes to close before we close. But what is your passion for your children? I mean, I know what my passions are for my children. And what you said is right where I'm at. I, I say it all the time, but and I, I tell them on a regular basis. It's my, you know, it's my goal or my job to help you be good humans in this life. And, you know, and then also knowing what you're passionate about, knowing who you are and playing off of your strengths to be a successful adult. I want them to be self-reliant, but, but, but be loving and caring and thoughtful and grateful and all the things that encompass a good human being, you know, and we need more of that right now because the climate of society is so ugly. It's uh, there's such a negative cloud, and it, it's it's overwhelming, you yeah. know. So just just being good human beings that want to do good, that yeah. want to help others. And I think that's so important is to understand that and allowing them to help to have their journey, even though their journey might be totally different than what yours and mine are is respecting that at the end of the day. Absolutely. Before we close, Sean, is there one word of advice you can give to the listeners today, the women out there um, who are listening? Anything you can tell them that you would love to just share with them? I would just say love yourself first and remember who you are and why you're here because you, ha- you, know, you, have, you have something to teach teach others and to just give the gift of light. I love that. I appreciate you so much being on the podcast today and listeners remember our affirmation for this week. I am worthy of transforming no matter where we're at in our journey, our seasons in life, we are constantly always transforming. And it's when we become stagnant with that and our light starts dimming out. It's time to, be aware of where you're at at this time in this moment. Remember the breath of life is so important. It is our gift. Now is a time for the power of woman to set fire and shine brightly as we stand together as one, yet as our own unique, brilliant selves. Until next week, sending you all love and light. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your time with us. Now, Women Ignite can be heard monthly on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We look forward to you joining us again.